Welcome to the Sacred Emergence Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Wong, and I'm so thrilled that you're here. This is a place where you'll be guided to living your most aligned life so that your truest, most radiant self can emerge. We'll be jamming on topics ranging from spirituality, entrepreneurship, to wellness and lifestyle design, and everything in between that can support you to grow, evolve, and shine, all the while not taking ourselves too seriously. So if you're ready to step into your leadership, break through limiting beliefs, own all of who you are, and expand in abundance, grab yourself your faith cup of tea, and let's dive in. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Sacred Emergence. This is Michelle Wong here, and today you get a solo episode. Yay! (laughs) If you're a returning listener, thank you for joining back in and listening. And if you are brand new, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for popping into today's episode. Um, I wanted to share some of my, my, my past year. So exactly one year ago today, August 17th, was, um, it's basically when I injured my knee last year. So today marks a one year anniversary. And I thought it would be meaningful to do like a hindsight lessons learned slash celebrating the fact that um, after one year since my knee injury how far I've come and I'm not 100% yet and uh, I'm still you know getting stronger and I just looking at hindsight just looking back this past year just I wanted to share some of like the lessons and also celebrate how far I've come as well and so if you are tuning in um If this is your first time, or if you know you don't know that I had a past injury, um, let me just give you a very quick summary and then to catch you up to speed, and then I can, you know, dive into kind of like the bullet points of things that I've um, come to learn and grow from this past year. So last summer, August 17, 2019, I was in Salt Lake City for a wellness convention. um, And that was, I think last year was probably my 10th year or my ninth year of um, of being at this wellness convention and like, it's it's one of my, like my favorite events to go to. And, um, I would have never imagined that I would have, um, left the event with a crazy knee injury. (laughs) Um, but to just to give you a quick cliff notes version, Um, Basically, the day, like the last day of the event, um, I fell off this this obstacle course um, and uh, fell off the monkey bars, landed on concrete, and I could not get back up after I fell. Um, And they had to move me to the side. Uh, I had to have, I think there were like two guys carrying me, like two, yeah, and I couldn't get back up. And... um, This is where I just so believe in angels, either like angels and like four, six profile in human design where uh, it's through my networks, my personal networks where, you know, I get support. (laughs) But my friend was, she was there when I got injured and I haven't seen my friend for most of that, um, that week. And it was just like, she was there when it happened. And not only was she there, but she actually drove from Seattle to Salt Lake City. So she had a car with her. Most of us, we didn't, we don't have a car. Like we just walk, right? We just take, we just walk um, during the whole time we're at the convention. And so she had a car. So she was able to take me uh, to the urgent care. 
um, and, you know, had me get assessed and get my x-rays and all that. Um, but even after my injury, after getting the x-rays, they still didn't know what was wrong. They just knew that I didn't have any broken bones. Um, and so it wasn't until I came back to Seattle that, um, I went and, you know, went to see the doctor, the orthopedic surgeon, all of that. It wasn't so linear. Like I waited a bit because I didn't know what was happening. So I thought maybe if I gave my knee like a week's rest, then I could walk again, but I could not. Um, it was, I felt like it was not getting any better. And so when I was finally able to see, um, you know, a practitioner, I was able to get an MRI and basically what came back was I, I seriously like sprained my knee. I tore my meniscus and uh, had a partial tear. And there was a debate whether it was partial or full tear with my ACL. Um, and, you know, I was probably going to require surgery, but um, it just depends. <laughs> and like that terrified the shit out of me. I'm just going to like... I was grieving so much for my body because having an ACL injury or ACL tear or any, like that was like the one thing I did not ever want to experience. You know, I've heard of like stories of ACL uh, reconstructive surgery as well as like what happens. And I was like, oh my God, that sounds terrible. Like, I do not want that to happen to me. And of course, you know, the universe threw that right in my path. <laughs> um, and like, I really like it was a very I would say a dark a dark time where it was like oh my god like I am grieving for my body and I you know I cried and I went through the whole emotional roller coaster um, and I was also trapped at home for over a month and a half because I couldn't walk I couldn't drive um, getting out of my home was actually really really hard because I had very uneven steps there was no handrails and I did not feel safe with my crutches um, trying to I don't know go up the driveway to get some fresh air right because I couldn't even walk so it was the point um, so I was really humbled to my friends and very like grateful for my friends who were able to take me to appointments and visit me and check in on me and that was like I'm just like this whole experience just makes me realize how amazing my friends are and also like what not like just don't take things for granted it is just so easy to take things for granted and so um and now like a year later I'm I, I did not need surgery. Um, I actually got a second MRI earlier this year, like just maybe like like less than two months ago, because I was feeling some pain and I felt like by the, now I shouldn't have any pain. Um, so I did get a second MRI. I got a second opinion, um, and I was able, my, the MRI results were a lot clearer, so they could see what was going on. Um, and it was really funny because I went to, I went to see a few different physical therapists and the one that I I'm working with now, I just adore her. She's amazing. And she knows the anatomy of the body and she knows like, she is just very skilled. Um, she's also the, the director, like she owns the business. Um, but she was like, no way are you going to get ACL surgery? <laughs> like you've come way too far. Um, so like you have to be mindful of what the information that comes into your brain and then making that connection to your knee. Sometimes if you know too much information, you psych yourself out. And so like she was basically, she's basically my champion and telling me like, you've got, you've come way too far. You just keep working, you keep moving, you keep getting stronger and, um, and you're going to be okay. Like she kept telling me that. Um, and anyway, 
So all that said, let's kind of do a little hindsight review. So one of the things that this whole experience have gave me has given me is really like compassion, like having so much compassion around other people who are able body um, or who, you know, have permanent disabilities. Um, and just like even the short period where I was on crutches or I needed, I couldn't, like I needed a wheelchair uh, to navigate around easier. Like it just made me more aware of the struggles that um, able body or disabled people have to go through. And even the simple things as like, you know, the automatic doors, right? Or like opening up the door to go to the restroom. Like a lot of places don't have automatic door openers or they don't have ramps and the stairs and it is a pain in the butt and it makes it really, really hard for people who need um, accessible, um, accessible, what's that word? Accessible, um, I don't know, adjustments. <laughs> and so it just made me be more patient and honestly less judgmental. Um, it wasn't like I ever judged people who like were in wheelchairs and stuff. It's just like, I just, you know, I just want to get moving. I just want to like, you know, get on, like I, like, you know, so sometimes like I've been walking behind, behind someone who's slow, I get impatient and now it's like, oh, it just gave me a bigger perspective and I think even that alone is huge. Um, and then in terms of like my own personal life, um, just being on my butt <laughs> for over a month and a half, um, homebound, it gave me a lot of insights to my life and where am I heading? What am I doing with my life? Um, and it really like made me less attached to money because during the month and a half, I really, I could barely work. I could do as, as much as I could um, at my part-time job, but my job requires really for me to be there in person. And so it made me um, just be less attached, I guess, to having um, to depend on um, a job just to have money come in and um, and allowed me to just think more about okay like if I'm not going to be dependent on a nine-to-five job that I really need to like ramp up my business you know uh, I really need to step it up and I realized during that time that um, while I love wellness and I love the work that I did and I love um, my business it was time to pivot it was really time to pivot and come back into like, what is it that I really want to create versus, you know, following um, like almost like an affiliate within the company because I was with a network marketing company um, and just like, okay, like if that is no longer part of the main picture, how would I want to show up and what is it that I really want to say? Um, and maybe I could focus on my own brand. And then if it makes sense down the road to bring back the more wellness piece and I could do that. And so that really allowed me to shift and to have the courage to be like, okay, this is my new direction. Um, and I think the, the injury just gave me permission to be like, I'm just going to do it my way, you know? Um, <laughs> and that has been like, so that has been in 2020, that's been my main focus, like growing my business, growing my own brand, my own voice, um, and doing things the way that I want to do. And human design played a big part because I just realized what my strengths were and my skills and how my energy is designed to work in a way that I use it to really serve me. 
And so, you know, celebrating like this past year, I just that that's so huge because um, I no longer feel I have to um, follow other people's strategy or, you know, like I get to branch out and really step into my own business in a way that uh, I get to make the decisions and I have to put myself out there and I'm a voice for me and my brand and what I really want to create versus um, having to align with, you know, there's pros and cons with everything, but like I just felt more free. And so that was huge um, in the shift and celebrating like last month, July was so far my highest income month and not to say like I'm banking it at this very moment, um, but it was just like, wow, like this feels really, really good. You know, it's like there's evidence that I am, um, I'm doing something good and it's just from my work and um, being able to make a bigger impact um, and like there's so much more room for me to grow and to uh, continue to rise and it's like okay like let's keep going and so another place is in terms of lessons is really around mindset and so I shared you know like my PT telling me like sometimes more information isn't necessarily better um, and she's right because knowing now the state of my knee um, and just like my second MRI um, and also like the, we were able to pretty much determine that my, my, my meniscus was torn. Initially, the first MRI, it was kind of hard to tell. It was maybe, maybe not. Um, but now with the second MRI, it was, way, it was way clearer. And so my PT was very much like, you know, sometimes it's, you have to be mindful that you don't hold yourself back based on information that you receive. And um, when I consulted a, a different surgeon, um, he did say to me that if you experience pain in your knee and you continue to move forward, it's actually not going to injure your knee anymore. The pain might just psychologically hold you back, but you continue to strengthen your knee, even if there's pain, is actually okay for your knee. And that was actually information that was very helpful for me because um, I was worried that if I experienced the pain, then it was going to injure my knee even more and that held me back. Um, so he said, if you feel like the pain is going to hold you back, then it might not be a bad idea to get surgery to remove the, you know, the meniscus. And uh, I did not want surgery. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to just work through this. And so part of it is mindset, because really now it's not about my knee stopping me. It's my mind that's stopping me. And even my PT uh, at my last appointment, she had me do jumps and I'm kind of shaky sometimes on the landing because I, I, I fear that I'm going to like snap my knee. She's like, that's not going to happen unless you're like jumping off a cliff with like a 90 pound backpack. She's like, don't do that. But if you're just doing little, if you're doing hops, it's totally safe. And she said, the more you're trying to protect the knee and you're psychologically holding yourself back, there's a chance for more increased injury because you're not like you're you're trying to like like manipulate the landing so to speak so it kind of psychs your brain out and so when she said that I was like okay so this is really mind over matter and uh, I'm still working with this because I have like goals like I want to be able to go surfing I want to even stand up paddleboard which I think would be like probably step one um and so she had me doing burpees you know at uh at our appointment and it's just like these are things that my knee is actually capable of. It's just getting stronger and getting the rhythm in my body so that I can do it. 
And what's interesting is that even in yoga and dancing, like at the beginning of this year, I, I started going back to yoga and dancing. Um, and I was slow at first. I was very cautious. Um, and then I got a lot more confident. Um, and I felt my body get a lot stronger. And I was more flexible. I was able to move my hips. Because when my knee got injured, for whatever reason, my hips got locked. Um, so it was I couldn't even do like a hip circle, right, without trying to like adjust it in a weird way. Um, but that, you know, I, I was able to be more flexible and then COVID hit. So a lot of the studios, um, well, not all, not a lot, all the studios closed. Um, and so I've kind of stopped dancing and stopped doing yoga because I was bored of doing it at home. Um, but last week I started dancing again, um, even if it was over zoom and I was like, oh my God, I miss, I miss dancing so much. So now I'm, I'm back on for dancing, but all that to say, our mind can, you know, try to stop us. And so part of it is moving through the pain. And I think I did share that in a past episode, but like sometimes um, pain is here to, to guide us. And it doesn't mean that we necessarily, sometimes it's stopping, but it's just, it's really about trusting your body and trusting the progress of your body. Um, and, you know, people who have had in, uh, knee injuries, you know, ACL or other types of injuries, they have told me that, you know, Sometimes like, they get really frustrated with their bodies because they feel like they want to be further along. You know, it's already been, you know, nine months, six months, a year, two years, like they want to be further along. But we got we have to give our bodies time and the healing isn't linear. And sometimes we go forward, sometimes we go back. And that's been my experience. Um, so my language is very different around my knee. Like I'll just say like, I had a knee injury and I'm getting stronger. That's basically my language around my knee. And it's been overall, like how I speak to my knee and to my entire body is very positive. And, um, and I think that's really important in terms of mindset of, look, it's, it's positive. It's not like, oh, I, like, I don't even really like to share the story of what happened, especially pretty soon after I got in, like, like the few months after my injury, I didn't want to keep talking about what happened because I didn't want my brain to relive the moment because um, I felt like psychologically it was going to slow down my healing. Um, and which leads me to another lesson that I learned is that you have to be careful of who you take advice from. <laughs> like I, I had rec people gave me so many recommendations and oh, you should talk to this person because they help people not get surgery. Um, and like they are, you know, sports specialists. So I reached out to one person and the information he gave me, like, I was like, please stop talking because you're freaking me out. Right. Basically, he said, if you do get surgery, you know, you're going to you're guaranteed for osteoporosis or osteoarthritis. And I was like, oh, my God. Like at that time, I didn't know what the results of my knee was yet. Um, but <laughs> like nothing is ever this definite. And I did speak to, you know, a few orthopedic surgeons and they're like, no, that's not necessarily the case. Um, and of course it's just like, people will give you information. Um, and you almost have to like have boundaries of the information you are willing to take in. And Dr. Joe Dispenza's, um, meditation, I started listening to that every single day for a month. It just, it just lit me up. And, um, I forget what it was. I think it's, I shared it before. It was like meditation one or two, or you are the change or be the change. And it basically allowed me to step into like, like the quantum field and explore all the different possibilities and look at my knee 
in a very healing, holistic way. So that at the end of every meditation, I felt like my knee was strong. Um, and that's that was the mindset. That was like what I wanted my knee to understand. Um, and sometimes people will just give you like the, the worst advice or they'll it, like they like they're just not very um, intentional or it's not meant to be mean spirited, but they don't know how tender a person is um, right after an injury. Um, so it's it was just very from a place of arrogance, I found. So you just be mindful of, you know, if you're at a tender place, be mindful of the advice that people give you. And be mindful of Googling. <laughs> like, do not trust Dr. Google, right? Because there's that situation. Anyway. Um, and then sometimes, um, like, it's it's really around commitment, right? So for me now, it's like, w like, there's areas where I know I can be stronger. And there's areas where it's like, I'm getting there. But sometimes I can get lazy, because, okay, I'm able to walk now, but I can't fully run yet. Like, I can build up the strength to go running, um, but I haven't, like, I can't just spontaneously go running. So it's not very natural for me yet, and so that's something I need to work on. Um, and it's like, the more I do the exercises, the more I, I commit, the more I show up, the more I'm consistent, um, the more I'm going to get stronger. And this doesn't just apply to like rehab or physical therapy. This applies to life. It applies to business. It applies to our growth. And so it's one of those things where we have to be mindful of not being lazy. And so I really like on my calendar now, I have do physical therapy exercises every day and um, I'm committed to doing them. And I actually want to expand on like, okay, I'm going to go outside and I'm going to start running up and down the stairs um, and start making more hops and jumps so that it feels more natural and it's my body will know that it's safe to do that outside of a physical therapist's office because um, that's mostly where I've been doing the activities, the jumps and all of that, but I can do it outdoors now. Um, and then really celebrating how far I've come. So I've gone hiking a bunch of times this year. Um more flexibility. I can now cross my legs. <laughs> that was huge. Um, and like, there's a lot of things that I get surprised. I'm like, Oh, I can do that now. That is so cool. And like really trusting that your body is strong and, um, and it might not go from zero to 60 overnight, but like one step at a time every single day and celebrate, celebrate, celebrate and love your body. Like literally like um, I was, I've always been talking to my body with love. And even when I was really frustrated, when I first got injured, I wasn't blaming my knee. I was just mad at the situation. I was mad at the fact that, you know, the obstacle course I was participating in was not safe. Um, and like, like, you know, I, I would have never have guessed I would have landed on concrete without padding from a very like high monkey bar, very staggered fat handles, all the things where I was just going for fun and I was there to learn about wellness and get inspired not to injure my knee. <laughs> um, but you know, sometimes things happen. So looking back, um, I, I'm not going to say I'm glad it happened. I actually wish it did not happen. Um, but the fact that it did happen, I'm grateful and celebrate how far I've come since then. And in retrospect, um, you know, it, it's given me a lot of perspective and it's allowed me to be more compassionate um, and also like 
to be able to speak up for my own self and for my own needs. Um, I switched insurance companies and I'm willing to invest more in my health, obviously. And I switched insurance companies so that I have more options to health, um, to health practitioners, because I was part of um, HMO network where it's just more limiting in terms of um, the care that I wanted. Um, and so making decisions like that and speaking up and standing up for our own selves and our own needs is super important. And so another thing is like, you know, sometimes we feel like if we are working with a particular practitioner, like we feel like for whatever reason we have to stick with them because we don't want to feel bad for, you know, moving on to someone else. But um, I did, it took me a few tries to find the right PT for me. And so if you're never, if you're not pleased with your plan of treatment or how far you've gone so far, you know, like you feel like you should be further along, you have the right to switch uh, care. Right? You have the right to ask for referrals from people that you trust, from practitioners that you trust, and then check things out, check people out, give things a try. Um, and I'm so glad I did that because I really love my physical therapist. Um, she's amazing. She knows the body's anatomy. She, know, she knew what was wrong, not wrong, but she knew what was happening in my knee um, in terms of like why I wasn't, wasn't able to fully stand straight. And she was able to like help me understand the psychology of like, you know, the connection, the, the network of neurons going from my brain to my knee and knee to brain um, and what was holding me back. So she was able to pinpoint all of that and she was able to give me like a structured set of exercises that can really support my knee. And immediately I felt myself getting stronger and stronger and stronger. So I'm so grateful to my physical therapist. Like I'm so grateful and I'm grateful to myself for for doing the work, for committing to the process and not really being frustrated at my own body's progress. Um, and I'm so, so grateful to all of my friends and for everyone who reached out. Um, and then the last piece, if I had to, I guess, do this again, right? I, I would have showed up more on social media, I think. I think I would have um, hidden less because um, during that time, I think I was a little bit more I don't know if depressed was the right word I just like was just more internal um and just like nobody no like like maybe people I just didn't feel like I needed to give people updates I, I just felt like oh this is my own burden and it's not like showing up on social media is passing on the burden but it would have been I think helpful for my healing journey to at least share what was going on I'm gonna start doing that a, a little bit more and my coach back then encouraged me she's like yeah, it's actually, you should show up more and just kind of share your progress so that you can get more support and people know, and it's actually helpful for other people uh, to know kind of what you're going through and um, anyone who might, you know, want to know and in the future, if it's happened to them, like it's always good to know because sometimes um, when we experience pain, we get isolated, we isolate ourselves. And I felt like in the beginning I was doing that. So I finally decided I'm going to show up a little bit more. And so I could have done that sooner because when I finally did, it was like a month after I first mentioned that I was injured on, on social media. And then I had people text me. They're like, oh my God, I did not know that you were still homebound. Like, can I help you? Like, like it was very kind. And I felt like during that time, I only like two or three people knew of what was really happening. And I was like isolating myself from the rest of the world. Um, and so I, if I had to do it again, I wouldn't be so, uh, close the doors. I would be more open so that I can at least share my journey and, um, 
and just share the progress because I think that's really helpful as well for other people to know and to learn. So anyway, I'm celebrating all the things. Um, I probably like to like, well, I'm recording this over the weekend. So today, Monday, I'll probably go outside and uh, maybe do a little jog, you know, to celebrate how far my knee has come and do some hops and um, maybe do a cartwheel. I am able to do a cartwheel because it doesn't really impact my knee. It's mostly my shoulders and my arms, but it's nice to be able to do a cartwheel. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I appreciate I appreciate you and uh, I cannot believe we are in the middle of August. So if this resonated with you, please share it. Uh, you can share it on Insta stories, tag me at michellewong.xo on Instagram and I'll make sure to comment back and to reshare it. So hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful week um, wherever you're at and I will talk to you all soon. Take care. Join our free private Facebook group community, Sacred Emergence, to receive more connection, guidance, and support. And take part in our five-day inner confidence challenge to not only boost your confidence, but to help activate your inner leadership. Details in the show notes. Thank you for listening to the Sacred Emergence podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And thank you in advance for sharing this with others who can benefit. Until next time.